Do you want to start it off? Sure, I'll start it off. Welcome back to Fucking Brave, the podcast. What are you drinking tonight, Michaela? I am drinking a Cosmopolitan made by my beautiful girlfriend. I am drinking a whiskey ginger with lime. So if you hear clanking, that is our ice cubes. That would be our ice cubes, yeah. We have a lot going on right now, and we are doing a really big, brave, scary thing, um, which is traveling for Michaela to compete in a kiteboarding competition in Cape Town. And so tonight we wanted to talk about how we do things when we're scared shitless, (laughs) which is an all too often state of being for us. Early and often. Early and often. We have a saying in our family that we do things scared and leading up to making the decision to go to Cape Town, uh, Lincoln, our our 10-year-old son, actually, he, he looked at me very specifically and said, Mika... In this family, we do things scared. <laughs> so, at least we've indoctrinated him in that. But what we, what, what I wanted to, what we, what we've been talking about this week is we've been talking about what we're going to say in the podcast is this notion of like the physical scared, but then also like the the mental and emotional scared. And you and I have both done a lot of things just in abject terror. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, what's one of your bigger physical scared? Well. Th- we need to do kite loops. Yeah, I mean, especially learning kite loops, like there's there's nothing quite like jumping and and making the conscious decision to loop your kite. Put yourself in danger. Yeah. How do you do that? Um <laughs> not well the first couple of times. <laughs> um yeah, I think for me there I have this like I, I've met, I've done like physical scary things a, a lot in my life. So I don't think that like overcoming that hurdle just came when I started doing kite loops. I think it started much younger than that for me. Um, And I think for me, there's an element of like learning how to turn my brain off. Um, I almost want to say that it's kind of along the lines of like the flow state, you know, when when you're uh, well, you have the better way of saying it. What is it where you're performing at 20 percent higher than your isn't it 20 percent higher than your capacity i think you're just you're just past your level of of ability of ability yeah and so there's like nothing else you can think about but i know for me still well maybe not so much anymore i've done lots of kite loops now but at least for a long time i mean probably up until recently whenever i would go to pull a kite loop like i almost had to train myself to not think about it definitely still happens when i do boogie loops (laughs) yeah so um which is an inverted Roll an inverted spin with a kite loop for those of you who aren't kiters. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Um, I still close my eyes. I think about my favorite moment, if we can call it favorite, of being physically scared and still doing something, anyways, was when we were sitting at the base of Three Fingered Jack, which is a mountain in Oregon, and there's a technical ascent up a chimney mm-hmm. at the top of the mountain. And I don't do heights in any way, shape, or form, and I just started crying. At the base. And I was with my, with Michaela and our very dear sweet friend, Emma. I, and I was just tears streaming down my face. And Michaela's like, do you, you don't have to go. Like, you can stay here. You don't have to do this. And I 
knew that I would be so disappointed in myself if I didn't go. And that the only thing that was holding me back was the fact that I was scared. And so I cried my whole way up. Yeah, and I mean, the the, the <laughs> summit piece that you're talking about, the, the chimney, it was like 1% of the entire trip. Uh-huh. I mean, you had made it so far at that point. And I guess it was that for me, at least doing that physical scared piece of knowing that I didn't want to let myself down. And I could look and recognize and see my fear and be like, I, I'm not going to let that stop me from summiting this mountain. Yeah. I think it, so then it's almost kind of the exact opposite of you. Instead of shutting my brain off, it was very conscious, very aware, present with my fear. Like I feel like you dove like deep into your feelings there. You had to feel them in order to overcome it. Absolutely. Or I would have never gone up. Yeah. And for me, it's like, yeah, it's the opposite. It's like, I have to turn it off. Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. That is super interesting. Well, but what about things that aren't physically scary? What about things that are... Yeah, like more like uh, mentally and emotionally scary. Um, like going to Cape Town. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, going to... I Yeah. We uh, we made the decision to go to Cape Town. And I'll, I'll work on being brave here in this moment for all of you. And just tell everyone that I cried for like... Three hours. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have you have you have any of you guys ever seen that episode of Grey's Anatomy where they like just like lay on each other with the body pressure and somebody's sobbing? That's what we did. Michaela just laid on the floor and I like laid on her to give her that tactile sense. <laughs> she sobbed on the floor. Yeah. So that happened. You know, and I think for me what's harder about more of like a um like, like physical scared, like that I can handle. Like, yeah, like physical scared, I, I got this. You know, it's like I've done a lot of that. But mental scared, I think is like I, I definitely am somebody that likes to sit in a place of, of comfort around. Yeah, like it'd be a lot easier to not go to South Africa, right? Like, well, and that happened when we were talking about not going that we both felt this wave of relief when we talked about for a while of the, maybe we don't go yeah maybe we stay and we felt so relieved oh my us. god i was like hell yeah we're not going <laughs> it felt so good yeah but we're going anyways and we're going scared yeah so i think for me as far as like more of like a mental and emotional scared goes it, it then turns into more your way of dealing with it where it's like i have to move through those emotions i have to feel the scared I have to embrace the scared and then I have to choose to do it anyway. <laughs> and that can be really challenging um, for for me as somebody who doesn't often have to sit in that space of... of Big feelings. Yeah, big feelings. Yeah, because you're not somebody who has big feelings on a regular basis. Well, I mean... <laughs> I mean, you do and you don't. I have not- big feelings, but I don't think I have like learned how to like... Well, I'm not somebody that, like, sits in them. Like, I don't, like, express them really or... Oh, that's really interesting. Tell me more. That I don't, like, express my big feelings? Yeah. I think I'm just, like, really good at, like, having a general, like, dampening over my feelings. How's that working out for you? Well, clearly well when I have to not do that. (laughs) And I lay on the floor and cry for three hours. (laughs) Um, Oh... Yeah, I mean, well, and I, well uh, how about you? How do you move? Because Cape Town is scary for you as well for I'm different ter- reasons. Terrifying. Um, how do you move through that? Honestly, my particularly with things like 
like Cape Town. I picture 80 year old me sitting in her rocking chair on her front porch. And what would she think? And it, it's very much, it's very much for me the same processes of what I went through when I was sitting at the base of three finger Jack or at the base of the chimney at the summit is I'm not going to let myself down. I'm not going to make the choice to do the comfortable because I want to live this rich, big, beautiful life. And that involves doing things outside of my comfort zone. Um, and that's, I, I guess I want to preface that to say that you can have a big, rich, beautiful life and live in your comfort zone. There are different things for different people. For me, a big, beautiful life means travel, lots of travel and making the scary decision to spend the money to go to Cape Town, to make the decision to take my son out of school for six weeks, which is, has its own ramifications now that he's a lot older, you know, um, is he forever going to think that I fucked up his Christmas when he was 10 years old because he had to spend it in South Africa? Like, you know, <laughs> things like that, because he has his own experiences and those things are, are scary for me as well. But 80 year old me is never going to say I regretted going to South Africa. An 80 year old me is not going to say I missed the $5,000 that I spent on that trip or however much it's going to be, you know? And yeah, I don't, I don't want to let her down. You know, it's really interesting hearing you say that because it sounds like if I were to like sum that up, it's a very internal process for you. It's very like in your heart, in your soul, like you look inward. Would you say that that's accurate? That's definitely true. Which is, I think the exact opposite of you. Right. <laughs> pulls the entire universe as to what you should do. And you need support from everyone. You know what's funny, though? Because I, I was thinking about that, where I, where I do that. Like, I, I reach out to my support system, which I'm grateful to have a large support system. And I, and I definitely, like, like, get external input. But I think what's interesting is that within that, deep down, I know what my choice is already. It's, um, are you looking for validation then? Or are you looking for... You know, it's funny because I, I was thinking about this as you were as you were talking about your process. And, and I don't think that it's even validation so much. In some ways, I think what I... <laughs> I think I was trying to find somebody to talk me out of it. But we did. We found somebody to talk you out of it for like 10 minutes. But, but that, like, like, I think there were, there were two people that I, that I talked to that, that I sort of felt talked out of going to Cape Town and but but I knew I was going to Cape Town you wanted the permission to do the easier thing the not scary thing yeah like I wanted somebody to actually give me validation that it was okay to like not do the scary thing gonna, I think that's what it was I'm gonna say something and I don't know if you're gonna like this or not I also wonder too if it isn't kind of your need to be defiant sometimes where you're like I'm gonna do it despite where you're like oh you said maybe don't go and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it now no no, I I could see where you're coming from. <laughs> I'm certainly a, a bit of a I have a defiant streak in my body, um, but no, I think I think I genuinely have uh, am like I think I genuinely was looking for somebody to like talk me out of it or or to validate that it was not that it was okay to not go. Like I understand it's okay to to choose to not go, but I think deep down I knew I had to go, and I'm scared. You know. 
It's interesting because when you got towards the end of this process of actually making the decision to go to Cape Town, you started having conversations with professional athletes mm-hmm. who also have had to make these difficult decisions. And I think that one of the things that it provided for you, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, was that validation also that this is really scary and that this is really big and it is really important and there's a reason that you're scared for sure yeah and that i feel like also helped you make the decision because there was this there are other people who have been in your shoes who have been scared yeah and you know i think it's hard because you know we're talking about a very specific scared for me as an athlete that it you know i don't know how like relatable that really is for most people but I think for me, what is hard is that like I, you know, I talk to friends that aren't athletes or whatever and like my support system that's there and and they're like, of course you go like you're young, you're like, this is what you do with your life at your age, like all that stuff. Like it's easy for those people to sit from the outside and be like, yeah, of course do the thing. And I think to your point about talking with these professional athletes, both in the kiteboarding world and professional athletes from other areas like rock climbing and stuff. It, it was it was very much a different story. It was like, hell yeah, you should go. But also, I understand the other factors. I understand the financial piece. I understand the pressure piece. I understand the like, maybe you're not ready training-wise piece. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that was really interesting for me through that process. Yeah, I think it was really good for you to get get that support. Yeah. Oh, it's so it's so curious how we move through those so very very differently. Yeah, like I'm very external and you're very internal. Just think about eighty year old me sitting in a rocking chair. Yeah, can't let her down. No, man, she would she would be so mad at you. <laughs> oh man, I can't um, even imagine. Yeah, I, I guess I've and then well and then for the physical scared it's very interesting that you're very also internal it's very similar process internal well and and like feeling it moving through and i'm like nope just gonna turn it off (laughs) oh and then that doesn't serve you when it comes to these situations where you have to actually sit through it and move through it right more of these like emotionally scared things yeah yeah do you have any other examples of like an emotional scared in your life that's not cape town you know, it's interesting because I you, that we now that we talk about like shutting your brain off, I definitely think that the time that I should have been really scared and wasn't because I probably just shut it off was when we moved to Mexico. When I mm. packed up my car with you and left my life behind in Oregon and drove to Mexico and I probably should have been a lot more scared than I was. What do you think was like different? Like what, why in that scared, do you think you shut it out rather than move through it? Like, like how you've developed as a person now or? No, I think I felt like I didn't have any other option. I felt like that was probably my only choice at that point in time. And so it didn't feel scary because there wasn't another option. Hmm. That's super interesting. Yeah. Because I, I I really should have been a lot more scared than I was when we went to Mexico. Um, hmm. that's interesting yeah well and it's interesting too as a mom raising a little person in the world and teaching him to do things scared like when we went and got his COVID vaccine two weeks ago or a week and a half ago now and he was like I don't want to do it because it's scary and I was like okay but it's temporary like you will get through the scared and the benefits outweigh the risks 
And I asked him what he would do if it was his choice. And he's like, I wouldn't get it. And I said, even though you know that it's going to help other people and it's going to keep you from getting sick and it's just going to make our community healthier on a whole. And he's like, no, I wouldn't do it. And it was one of those moments where I was like, well, good thing I'm still the mom and I can make you do it. (laughs) (laughs) And vaccines are good for you. But it was, it's interesting teaching somebody else to move through the world and do things even when you're scared and not in a way that overrides it and not in a way that diminishes his experience and saying like, oh, don't be scared. But instead looking at his scared and honoring it and saying, I see that you're scared. This is something reasonable to be scared about, but we're still going to do it even though you're scared. And I'm here to support you and love you and you're safe. I think that's one of the things that you and I talk to each other a lot too right now, dealing with the the emotions and the, the physical and mental gymnastics that we're going through getting ready for Cape Town is this notion of like, we're safe. We're okay. We're not going to be short on resources. There's no scarcity. We're not like, even though Cape Town feels scary, it's this reminder of we're going to move through it. We're going to be okay on the other side. We're going to be well. Um, just don't get injured. Yeah. But it's, it's definitely interesting to think about that too. You know, it's funny The the more we're, talking about this, the more I'm also, I guess, maybe having the realization around to every physical scare, there is a mental component. And to every mental scare, there is a physical component. You know, it's like that 3am wake up and panic. Yeah, that like, just happens right now, because we both are like in a trauma response. Right? <laughs> like, like, even around a mental scared, it's, it's not a, you know, I guess maybe I'm, I'm mixing the two in a way that is, oh, maybe a little bit confusing, but, you know, to a mental scared is there's like this physical response. It's like you're sweaty and you can't sleep. And I mean, for me, like, honestly, there, there were moments moving through that where I felt like I was like on drugs or something, you know, it was like, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I couldn't, you know, and, and that's, I guess, I'm describing anxiety. Um, <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the club. Yeah, but it's it's interesting. And then you look at like a physical scared of like pulling a kite loop or or jumping off a cliff with your skis or climbing a mountain or or whatever that that like physical feat is. And there's definitely an emotional piece that comes with that. And so it's it's just I don't know. It's interesting to me how those two are so different yet so intertwined yeah 100 percent. and i feel like you have to deal with each piece of that no matter yeah what side you're on on yeah well and i think what's really interesting is thinking about like how do i at the end of the day cope with this i definitely think about 80 year old me sitting in her rocking chair don't let her down but then how i handle myself in an ideal world i'm not always good at this But I would like to treat myself the way that I treat Link when I'm scared of like, it's fine. Your emotions, um, feelings aren't facts (laughs) and scared happens and it's okay to feel scared. Scared is reasonable, but we're not going to let scared control you right now. And we're going to do this anyways. And so I think that that's why I'm also good about talking Lincoln through it because I do that for Actually, I think it's vice versa. I think I'm good at talking to myself about it because I've had to talk Lincoln through it so many times. Yeah, it's really interesting. And that's been a helpful thing that I've learned through parenting is how to move through that scared. Do you 
think that there's a time when, well, I mean, obviously, <laughs> I'm going to answer my question right now. The answer is going to be yes, but maybe more what I'm asking is, can you come up with examples of when scared should win over? Hmm. Of when you should, like, listen to the scared? Well, that's a solid question. Because we're talking about, um, like, like doing things scared anyway, but I feel like there's a time and place when, like, you need to not do the thing. Well, and I think that that's what we talked about a lot when we were talking about going to Cape Town. And I was like, the only person who could make this decision to go is you. You can't pull your way in or out of this by talking to enough people. And that you have to go into that little space inside your soul and heart and ask yourself, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? I think that at least when doing things where you have time to think about being scared, there is that capacity to sit and be still and check in. And sometimes things just don't feel right. And I guess that there is that piece then of also honoring your spidey sense. Your intuition. Yeah. And so when something's off, noticing that and being like, oh, this is off. And you and I have done this before on hikes where we've been out hiking and we're both like, oh, this doesn't feel right. Remember we were up on Angel's Rest once? Yeah. And it just felt weird. Yeah. And you were like, we need to go. And we just left. And it wasn't because we were giving into fear or we were being scaredy cats or this and that. It was more like we had a sense and we left, mm-hmm. you know, and it probably would have been fine. It may not have, it may, who knows, but I guess there's, there's, there's that skill that comes into play too, of trying to suss out intuition versus just outright fear. And that just comes with practice and time. Yeah, it's interesting because I, for those of you who may not know, I had a period in my life where I was doing a lot of mountain climbing and there's sort of this saying in the in the mountaineering world that summit or die and you have to be very careful to not get into that mindset. Like, you know, through all of my training through college around outdoor pursuits and, and mountain climbing and stuff, there there started to become, at least within myself, this this moment of realization on any and every climb of like, it is is this safe? Is this right? Like what what are the ramifications if like I don't turn around right now? Um, you know, and, and I got to the point where it was like, if any single person in my party for whatever reason feels like it's not right that intuition piece is like something's not right we need to turn around then the answer was no matter how i felt it was time to turn around and so i feel like i've also had you know kind of again an element of of like training in that of like of that of that intuition and and i've had a lot of practice on the physical side of things and what's funny where you're talking about that hike we were on that we turned around like there was like a deep, at least within me, there was like a deep, like this, this isn't right. Like a deep, like in my gut feeling. And would it have been fine if we continued? Probably. Who knows? But, and what's interesting, I think about like Cape Town then more of like a mental and emotional scared. And I never had that, that like deep, gut sensation yeah that this is like wrong or that this is dangerous i think danger comes into this a lot you know um yeah Yeah. so i guess there's that piece too and 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 it's interesting with when you think about like with shutting your brain off with tight loops is that you already know that it's dangerous (laughs) but you already know too i think about when you first started learning kite loops how to keep yourself safe 
mm-hmm. you went up and kicked your board off and just hucked it. And that's how you learned in a safe environment. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess there's there's that piece certainly of like listening to your intuition and not overriding that and parsing that out from fear. And that are we are we like saying that that just comes down to practice then? I think that comes down to practice. I think that also comes down to self-awareness. Yeah, for sure. You know, like Lincoln can't parse out yet. Right. You know, and, and it's he's both 10. The, he's 10. Um, and the fear of a shot is overwhelmingly, I wouldn't get it. Right. I will, I will die if this happens to me, which is yeah. not accurate. Right. You know? But he can't, like, yeah. Brain he that. hasn't developed that sense yet. Yeah. For sure. So how do you guys deal with... Doing things scared. Do you do things scared? Super curious. I'd love to know if you do things scared. I would also love to know if there's a type of scared that we haven't covered. Like, does somebody have, like, a different type of scared? Because these were, like, the two big ones we could come up with, like... Maybe somebody has a different scared. scared and... Yeah. Yeah. So, reach reach out to us on the socials. (laughs) The socials. Kimmy is on Instagram or at McPilk. Yeah. Or just go to fuckingbrave.com and you can um, email me or submit a contact form. There is a page there that says contact. Yeah. So we love you guys lots. Thanks for listening to us and our big scared. Yeah. May we move through it. Yeah. Scared. (laughs) So stay wild, you guys. Oh, you said stay wild. What? That's my thing. I know. Okay, well, I guess then I'll say stay fucking brave. There you go. Or just stay brave. Fucking brave.